Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning, whatever time you're watching this. Welcome to The View from the Afternoon, the official podcast of the TPD TV YouTube channel. Um, it's just me that you've got today, because um, I wanted to do a little yearly wrap-up. I did one of these last year, and um, it was nice to do, and a lot of people seem to enjoy it, and then it's been getting a few comments saying... You're going to do another one. So I thought, why not? I've got some time today. It's a Sunday. It's absolutely freezing cold. Um, we've got these curtains up, as you can see. Um, or if you're listening, we've got black curtains up. Um, but they go right close to the radiator. We're using them to film a, a couple of projects that we've got coming next week. And um, they're right next to the radiator, so I've had to turn the radiator off, uh, which means I'm very cold. It's, it's one degree um, in here at the minute. Or maybe not in here, but just on the other side of that curtain and that glass. Anyway, um, what we want to do is just give you a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Eh? So curtains come up again in conversation already. Um, and share some reflections on what went well this year, what didn't go well. Give you a little bit of a peek behind the scenes um, and go through our 2023. Um, it was an absolutely brilliant year. We did, I think we did a really good job, if I do say so myself. Um, I think we did the best job we possibly could have done, um, with a couple of exceptions, which I'll go over in the video. We didn't have a, a breakout hit like the Coachella video from 2022, but we certainly had a lot of success with, with some big videos. Um, I think we got maybe three videos that, that got over half a mil this year which is just unheard of for us. Though it's kind of becoming a bit more heard of, which is, is crazy. Um, there's, there's been, it's been an inter a real interesting year. There's been a lot of changes that, that you guys don't necessarily know about. There's been a lot, um, a lot of work gone in behind the scenes to, to make sure that, that everything just keeps rolling. And um, what I thought would be nice is just to kind of explain to you guys what everyone does because it's not obvious what each member of the team kind of brings. It's all well and good. Everyone's saying, oh, you know, Dan's doing a good job of the podcast or I'm good at editing. But that's very visible and there's a lot of stuff that's not visible that I just want to let you guys know is hard work that's being done and being done really well. So um, I think it's appropriate to start there. So obviously, you know me. You know what I do? Um, I'm the, essentially the... Well, I, I, it's branded as internally as creative director just because that sounds... I mean, I chose that title myself. It sounds a bit... Uh, just sounds good, doesn't it? Um, but essentially, my responsibility is to keep the videos coming out, to edit the videos, uh, which I do 100% um, entirely myself, um, to do the thumbnails... Um, generally I'm kind of the, what we refer to as like the lead camera and the narrative, um, in a video, I'll usually have the most clips filmed and, and blah, 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 but you kind of know what I do. Um, so we move on to, to Vals. Now Jake appeared in every single video with me this year. Um, and you know, there were times where we, we could have felt burnt out um, and we certainly felt tired, but. But we just kept doing it, and shout out to Jake. Jake's job is um, 
he's he's generally like him or Dan is usually the second kind of lead camera. They'll provide like the second most amount of clips after me. Uh, but Jake's like official roles are um, he does all the social media for TPD TV. So anything that you see on Insta or Twitter or in the Sampelli squad coming from the official TPD page is all him. So all those brilliant, we call them carousels. I don't know if that's an official name from all the, you know, like after we've done a festival and, and we do the Instagram post about like the videos out now, he creates all them and he does a brilliant job. Um, but he also does the merch as well. So Jake Valley, we've just dropped our merch today and it's doing pretty well. Um, and with a couple of exceptions, Jake Valley designed them all. He's done all the logistics, all the discussion with the merch company. He's sorted out the website. He's ordered us all the samples and his designs have been absolutely brilliant. He also is like the second in command graphic designer. If we need a if we need a, a logo making or something and I, and I don't have time, um, Val's will, will do it. And he's much better than me at graphic design. He's really, really good. Um, and he's also obviously the second most um, seen on-screen personality. Uh, Dan, Dan, as you know, runs the podcast. Dan makes sure that we've got a podcast coming out every week. It can be quite stressful to do that. I know that because I used to do the podcast myself. And um, it's hard to to get people together every week to deliver some consistent content. And he's managed to do that. I don't think there's a week or maybe there's like one week that's been missed. And, and you know, Dan does that around his existing schedule and he does a, a really good job. And I think the, there's a lot to do with this channel. And we were chatting um, about actually investing. We never really invest in this channel. We never put any money into it. We've used the same equipment for a bit. We have kind of a janky setup. And I think it's time to start investing in this and to, and and Dan's going to kind of take the lead in that and, and just try and make this. Um, it just seems like there's a lot of potential and and I'm sure Dan can can get that, uh, you know, squeeze the, the squeeze the lemon as from as much juice as possible, <laughs> if that's a phrase. So Dan does the podcast. Um, Chuck. Oh, Dan's also like, you know, the as I say, like the second most uh, contributing for, for the clips and stuff like this is outside of the obvious stuff. Um, yeah. So Chuck, obviously beloved on-screen personality. I've really grown. I always loved Chuck, but I've really, really come to love and appreciate his company to another level that I just didn't understand was even possible after this year some of the memories we've made together i love him and he really does bring it every bit of joy that you see him every bit of joy that you get from from seeing him in a video i get from spending a weekend with him in zurich or going to the isle of white with him um but chuck's job is to look after short form video and it's still something that we we're learning and it's still something that we're not hugely successful in. So it's kind of a big task for Chuck to figure that out. This is Chuck's, um, Chuck's kind of responsibility in the channel. And what he does is he essentially will either on site orchestrate or film short form stuff for like TikTok, uh, sometimes for reels, um, or the harder job really, which he does is, um, 
going through the content that then I've created, the, the main channel video, and then converting like bits of that into short form, which is not easily done. And um, Chuck stays on top of that, as well as being a, a really, really kind of big on-screen personality. Who else have we got in the squad? Um, not everyone has a um, you know a, an official kind of responsibility like this. Um, so Mary, for example, we love Mary. Everyone loves Mary. Again, someone whose company I've appreciated on a new level this year. Um, she's great, and I'd have her in every single video if I could. And hopefully, we can work our way towards making that happen. Um, Mary doesn't have like an official responsibility in the you know, the, I guess the business side of things. Um, not yet, anyway, but, you know, we never say never. We just, when we all came up with this, we just happened to be together as a certain group and just divvied it out then. Um, so, like, Ben doesn't have one either, but Ben has obviously frequented the podcast more than anyone else. Um, he's a real believer in the podcast. Um, and everyone wants to see more Ben, and, and I'm right there with you. I would love to, to have Ben at more things. I've Really enjoyed his company at um, at Benicassium. Thought he was great there. Uh, what else did Ben come to? We, I camped with Ben at Leeds, and he was great. Um, who else we got in the group? I'm forgetting the group of best friends that I have. So Raz, Raz, um, Raz does a lot. Raz drives a lot. You've seen that. Um, Raz, uh, yeah, I think the. You know, the biggest slog that Raz probably did this year was driving um, to Rockworchster, which we all really enjoyed. That was a great festival, but, you know, we couldn't have gone there if it wasn't for Raz. Um, Raz drives a lot, and um, we're really reliant on Raz for a lot of things. Uh, but Raz also is like, he's kind of like the manager of TPD TV. I guess that's a good way to describe it. He sorts out all the sponsors, he sorts out all the festival accreditation, does all the emails and the admin, basically. Um, so every kind of sponsor deal that you've seen us do, and we've done some good ones and some not so good ones, um, as in like, you know, we've, we've had some really good ones, um, opportunity to work with some really good companies, and then we've had some issues with some sponsors that maybe I'll go into in this video, maybe I won't, maybe it's not appropriate, we'll see where the conversation goes, but... Every single one of them, Razzie's sorted out. Um, Razzie's negotiated it. Razzie's dealt with any ambiguity that comes the, his way. Razzie's, Razzie's really good at communicating in a way that, that I'm just not. Like, Raz, Raz doesn't have any fear of asking for his worth, asking for our worth, or if that makes sense. Like, he'll, he's just confident with it, and he does a great job. And also, Raz is... Um, the DJ as well. Um, something that I said I would learn around this time of year, but I haven't done it yet. Um, so Raz does a lot. Um, and he also, you know, appears on video. I've spent a lot of weekends with Raz this year. Not as many as I would like, but um, a lot. And we've had some great times. Um, possibly the most unsung hero is also the person whose name is is shouted about the most, uh, Matty Bridey. You haven't seen Matty Bridey for a while. Neither have I. I think the last time you've seen him in the channel was Leeds Fest in the guest camp video. Um, and only 
briefly in that video. And then I think he was there at the start of the year. For, oh, he was at Glastow and he was at Coachella. Um, Bridie has a job that's probably the least rewarding, but but maybe the most important. Uh, he deals with all the finance side of things. He communicates with our accountant. He looks after the business side of things. He looks after the expenses. He looks after the budget. Um, something that I just couldn't do in a million years. I have no idea where to where to start with that. And as this kind of project grew from, you know, what it was a few years ago into something a bit more kind of sizable, um, if I was on my own, that would be the one thing that like I would just never be able to get to grips with. But Bridie deals with all that from behind the curtain. And if it wasn't for Bridie, we wouldn't be operating as, as well as, as we are. So that's a bit of love for everyone and just a bit of a behind the scenes and kind of everyone's role because, um, you know, I want you guys to know that everyone's doing um, a lot of work in their own respective areas. And sometimes, you know, there's frustrations and clashes with each other, with me or with whoever. And it happens. We're all still kind of learning this, but I'm really proud of, of how we've managed to um, to kind of do, trial this out, working this way for this first year uh, under the mission of ultimately entertaining. All we want to do is entertain. Um, I live and breathe this channel and I, I don't exaggerate when I say 90% of my free time is TPD TV related. Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. It is my distinct pleasure to bring you content and to do this. Anyway, hopefully you appreciated that little bit of insight. Um, I haven't forgot anyone, have I? No, don't think so. But yeah, we're a, we're a, we're an operation that, that's running pretty smooth. Most of the time. Um, <laughs> what I want to do now is go through the videos from this year and just tell you my thoughts on them, tell you what I thought was good, what I thought wasn't good. Um, shed a bit of background, shed a bit of light, maybe spoil a few things, a bit of the movie magic. Um, so as as I start recording this episode here, I've, I'm literally just rendering the last video of the year, which is a movie, and I'm really, really pleased with it. Um, so let's start in January last year when we released our first video in over a month, and it was the world's worst pub crawl. This video I'm really pleased with. I tested positive for COVID-19 in January. And my workplace at the time was um, overly protective. And if you tested positive, you had, I think it was 10 days off work. But the government guidance was less than that. And I tested positive, and then a couple of days later, I tested negative, and then I tested negative again. And... So I was kind of free. So I rang up Mary and Chuck and I was like, what can we do? We've got a video. Uh, we've, we've not put out a video for a bit. What can we do? And the next day, in real time, we conceptualized the world's worst pub crawl where we had a drink. I think we had like 15, 16 drinks in all these different places where you would never go to get a drink. Uh, Casino, Taco Bell, Nando's, the airport, 
we really did book flights to to get into the airport so that we could get this drink at IKEA. And the video did really well. It's a unique video. It's a very British video. And um, I'm really proud of how it went. You know, it was a low budget. It probably cost a few hundred quid all in, including the flights. In fact, we were probably we were pro- we probably broke even because I I won three hundred quid in the casino that day when we went to to get a drink in the casino. That did really well, and it used a thumbnail that I was really pleased with as well. I think the thumbnail for that vid's great. Um, and then we followed that up with you know because we're we're like outside of festival seasons. So like, what do we do? And we're kind of just na- um, naturally land on doing a pub crawl. So then we did the sub crawl. And I tried something a bit different with the sub crawl. That's that's a, a famous Glasgow pub crawl. And our dear friend Ryan um, told us about it, showed us around, basically was our, our guide for the day with that. Um, and that was, it just wasn't interesting enough, I think, to be a main channel video. Like, even though that was only nine months ago, we wouldn't put out something like that now. I trialed out a new editing style, like a Mr. Beast, super fast paced, like super high edited um, style and it got a lot of of feedback saying we don't like this it's too quick it's too fast um so after that you know we kind of rested for a bit and then we did the 1975 tour now the title of this video is we spent ten thousand pounds on a huge uk tour uh, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a lie it was just a bit of a clickbaity title we, we did spend a lot of money but it wasn't 10 grand um the the tour was over a lot of dates, and we had a great time. Um, it was voted in a in a viewer poll as our lowest liked video, um, people's least favorite video of the year. So we're not going to do another 1975 tour video. Though I think if this is our last 1975 tour video, I think we did a good job. Um, really keenly edited over the course of maybe six weeks because the tour went on for a while. Uh, really fine-tuned. I think it tells a, tells a story instead of just being footage of the band. I think you kind of really, you should hopefully feel like you're along for the ride. The hotel that we had to book because we got kicked out of the hostel in London and um, we had to book that hotel for for like nine hundred quid. That was a substantial chunk of the budget. Um, I think all in, it was probably about six grand that we spent on that, but. Six grand doesn't have as nice a ring to it as ten. Um, also, you know, we got we got comped quite a few of the tickets, so we kind of factored in what they would have cost, and we basically kind of moved the goalposts until we felt like ten grand was an appropriate thing to have in the title. Um, following on from that, we released what I think is probably the best video that we will ever make. I can't think of a video that we will create that will be better than this it's not our most viewed video it's not our most loved video but i think it is the best youtube video that we have ever made and i think if another creator had made this video i would probably think it was one of the one of the best best ideas i'd ever seen and that's the chicken shop video from afc to zfc we visited every chicken shop in alphabetical order this was genius if i do say so myself and it spurred from a KFC advert that was on Reddit that Raz sent to the chat. And it was KFC saying, like, accept no imitations. And it had a picture of all the kind of fake ABC FCs. And 
I was like, we need to do this. Raz said, video idea. I remember him just sending that and saying video idea. And I was like, right, absolutely. And then almost within a couple of days, we were doing it. And um, the way we did that, because a lot of people have, have asked, it's got half a mil views that, and um, you'd be pleased to know a sequel is in the works. Um, though we will never top that initial video. Um, the way that, that that worked is we we basically looked around leads for as many as we could get, right? We don't do them in in consecutive order, A, B, C, D. We, we did for the maybe the first eight or nine because we could. And then we'd realise, right, there's, there's this one in Manchester. There's this one down in Watford or whatever. And we... Over the course of two weekends, we basically hit them all in the most um, efficient way possible. You know, we didn't go back and forth, London to Leeds to London to Leeds. We, we did it in a smart way. Um, and the edit of this was really unique for us because we don't make videos like this. If, you, if, you, if you've seen the video, which I'm sure everyone has uh, that's listening to this, um, it's all done with like voiceover. It's a proper YouTuber-y type video. Um and, you know, we got everyone round for the voiceover. We, we you know, and I just think it was like lightning striking uh, in the right place, if, if that's a phrase. I'm so proud of that video. And lots of people saw it. Lots of bigger creators saw it. Um, it was talked about on, like, the Jackmate podcast, and it was talked about But you know, when I meet people, people who aren't fans of TPD TV but, but recognize us, they, they recognize us from this video. I'm immensely proud of this video. Even down to the thumbnail, everything was was done with such meticulous care and, and detail and intent. Um, Big up the chicken shop video. As I say, sequel in the works. It's probably not what you think, um, but it's in the works. Really proud of that. Great squad on board. Loved it. Fun, funny story, actually. In the thumbnail... I'm holding like the, we're all eating chicken and I'm holding like the box of chicken. So we did a photo shoot in April or in March or whatever. And we had our friend Sam over doing the shoot, a uh, pro photographer. And I was like, we got this chicken shop video coming out. Like, can you shoot as a thumbnail, like in the living room um, in front of the green screen? He's like, yeah, cool. So I went out to some chicken shops in the middle of the day to, to try and, and buy this this thing, uh, this box of chicken for the thumbnail. And I bought one and it came in the wrong type of box. We needed one of these square boxes with the branding on that's in the thumbnail. And it just came in one of those polystyrene ones. So then I had to go like, sorry, mate, can I have it in a different box? And he's like, these are the only boxes we've got. So I'm like, shit, I've just bought this fucking thing. So then I had to go to two more chicken shops and just ask for the box and just say, can I have just an empty bo- one of these boxes? Uh, kind of embarrassing, but they gave us one. After that, we've got the Coachella double bill. We went back to Coachella, and we tried a different angle. The first year, it was all about discovery and awkward British lads discovering Coachella for the first time. This year, we got Mary and Chuck on board, which I'm really pleased we managed to do. Uh, it's not cheap, and all of Coachella was self-funded, Um supported by you guys of course and and our sponsors but you know we didn't get any freebies we don't get any we have no relationship with Coachella we didn't at this time um and we did a double bill we did one where we um we actually get the VIP tickets from from our friend Ike 
and um and we kind of you know so we've done the we've done the discovery in the first year now we're showing you the vip stuff in in this year um and we had enough footage to do a full length b-sides video as well um which was called coachella the dark side fun fact about that the thumbnail um everyone's frowning everyone was actually smiling in the in that picture and we used face app to turn it into a frown for everyone that was a bit more of a gritty version um of of a coachella video and it's it's done really well i mean we got two videos out of coachella this this year and that wasn't the intention i want to make this clear that was not the intention we didn't go out there trying to squeeze two videos out of it we just ended up with kind of two different narratives and everyone filmed so much that we kind of had two stories to tell um and that worked great because with something like coachella that's so expensive to to facilitate seven of us going to Co over to coachella for the week the fact we managed to get two videos out of there and therefore two sponsors and two lots of adsense it was a real kind of um blessing and again that wasn't our intention we've done videos like that before where that is our intention but but this this wasn't the intention and and it worked well obviously it didn't get the same reception that our initial coachella video got and i'm pleased to tell you we are going to coachella 2024 possibly the last time and we've got a unique spin that we're going to put on it there um but yeah coachella double bill did well and then we're into festival season starting off with slam dunk slam dunk is um it's a hard event to keep your viewers entertained at for um for a full-length video um but i think we did a, a decent job thumbnails really good slam dunk got a lot of flack got a lot of uh, a lot of hate for being uh, not so well organised this year. And they've done a lot of talking about it and they've they've promised that it's going to be better for 2024. Um, but Slam Dunk's always the start of our season. Next year, it's not going to be. Not to say we're not going to Slam Dunk, but we've actually got a lot planned next year, including stuff much earlier than Slam Dunk. Um, I don't really have any reflections on the Slam Dunk video, aside from I'm really glad that they switched the days around and it's London first and then lead second because what you get then from a content perspective is you get a dedicated team of us going down to London to work and get content for the vid and then you have leads where everyone's kind of extended family and friends is there and you're kind of more just chilling out when we when Leeds was the first date and then London followed everyone would be less focused on the content including myself for the first day so the video starts off slower which i didn't like the next video was rockham ring and we loved rockham ring we were accredited we had a really nice contact at rockham ring raz sorted that out Re you know just kind of reached out hello this is us this is what we do and they they were very happy to have us over we got a lovely volvo xc90 and 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 this is the thing with, with, with our festival season for, for 2024. We want to prioritize fresh experiences because you don't have to try and you don't have to force anything. We went to Rockham Ring. We discovered it in real time and we took you along for the ride and everything was organic. We had a really, really good time and the video's done well. It's got a quarter million views. Contrast that with the next video, Download. Download, we've been to Download for 10, 11 times and, and, and nothing's really... Ch I mean, stuff has changed, but... Nothing had changed between this year and the last year. So 
it was really hard to make the download video and I didn't really enjoy being at download to be honest I love download I love the download team I love a lot of the staff you know I know a lot of them and download's a great place to be but as a content creator it kind of fell a bit flat this year um Bridie had to drop out which um and he had very valid reason for doing um but for some personal reasons Bridie had to drop out he still dropped dropped us off there which is a testament to his character but he he couldn't make it to the festival so we'd kind of lost we'd lost our Bridie our camp was quite small it was quite tame dare I say we were we were kind of boring um and yeah there just wasn't that much new to show you me and dan were wandering around the site like what the fuck can we show them maybe we need to get out of our own heads maybe we need to try something new the download video probably would have performed really well as it always does but it got age restricted i can only assume that's because of a bit where dan had a a bad experience um when he was given something that he didn't know he was having trying to not get this video demonetized um but it got age restricted which means it stops being recommended and it doesn't spread and it actually ended up being quite a low performer and because of that and the on-site experience i have no kind of real fond memories of download transition that with um park life the next video that we did we decided to drop sunday at download and go to park life and what a great decision that was our good pal Rianne took us to Park Life um, in the car from Download. And, wait, did she? No, something like that. And um, and do you know what? We could have had a day watching Slipknot and showing you the same old shit at Donington Park. But instead, we, we went to Park Life and we had a brilliant time. That video has done really well. Another quarter million views on that. And again, it was all about the discovery. It's organic we're discovering it in real time we're not trying to create content content is just getting created we had a brilliant time and um yeah loved it loved park life um i'd like to go back for the for the again but that kind of negates what i'm saying about we're trying to have fresh experiences after that it was the big one it was glastonbury now what to say about glasto we got our glasto tickets when they first came out and I can confirm we've not got them this time round. We don't have tickets for 2024. Um, but we knew that Glastow, like Coachella, we needed to really get our heads together and really focus and really create the best possible Glastonbury video that anyone could make. And I'm really pleased with the result. We went as a five, a real, no, we didn't, we went as a six a real strong six and no we went as a five a real strong five and we made a list of everything we needed to see everything we wanted to showcase everything down to the food that we had it was like right everyone every day is going to get a new food don't matter how much you like your fucking grilled cheese you're getting a new food a different food to everyone else as well and you know showing as much as you can we're going up this we're doing this we're off to this thing we're showing you this um and we really tried to cover it as comprehensively as possible and i think we did 
as good possible job as we as we could have done. Um, we had this thing called Galileo. It was like a kind of like a safe word <laughs> um, because Glasgow's massive and you get knackered. But what we would do when we found ourselves becoming complacent and just sitting down at the camp and not doing anything, if one of us said Galileo, it meant it doesn't matter how tired you are, it doesn't matter, we're, get up, let's go and explore and get some content. And we didn't need to use that many times, but we did use it quite a bit. This was while the um, submersible was 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 missing. Um, and that kind of dominated a lot of our personal conversation over that weekend. We were just fascinated with what's happened with it, where's it going, blah, 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 how much oxygen has it got left. Um, people, people received the Glastonbury video really well. It pleased the two types of people I wanted it to please. The TPD TV viewer who's been here for ages, they really seem to like it. But also the Glasto fan who's never heard of TPD TV, they seem to really like it as well. And though people have said we've got loads more that we could show you at Glasto, um, I don't think that we'll be able to go in 2024. We don't have tickets and I feel like we covered it very comprehensively this year. But that was a real long time coming. Um, and I'm glad we got to to do it as a as a as that five you know we're kind of like the the five canaries we went to coachella first then we got the rest of the gang on board for coachella we went to glasto first next time we go to glasto we'll go with a bigger squad after that it's the isle of white festival and this really cemented um how much i love hanging out with chock and jake as a three the good thing with us is there's nine of us right in our in our kind of in tpd and we do different things in all different combinations of people. Um, but we always end up saying, no matter who it is, like we'll recognize in real time and say out loud, like, oh, this is a good squad. You know, me, Bridie, Dan and Raz, the OG squad. If we ever hang around, which we don't, sadly, very often. But if we do, we're going to be like, God, this is a good, t- oh, we've got some good memories together. God, this is a, this is a good squad. And, the good thing about us is no matter what combination of people we've got, we'll probably say that. But me, Chuck and Jake is a squad I've really enjoyed hanging out with. We did three things together this year. And um, Isla White was the first one of them. Now, Isla White wouldn't accredit us, which is fine. You know, we, we get that. We um, we don't get accredited for everything. We In fact, we more, more often than not this year, I think we just paid for, for tickets. But... Um, Isla White weren't interested in having us so Bambino Becky sorted us out she had like extra passes and she gave them to us and we had a good time with Becky and Harry and Finn at um, Isla White and we had a great time all in at Isla White it was actually brilliant I would um, I would really recommend the Isla White festival um, to anyone out there it's cool to get there. You go on the ferry. It's a lovely place. Is the Isle of Wight. Had a fantastic time. Had a piss in a cup in front of a princess. Um, video did well. Then we had Rock Worchester, which again, no accreditation. Now Rock Worchester were um, we just uh, we just emailed them late. It turns out we'd never actually emailed them and asked for the press accreditation. Um, so by the time we got round to it. It was like two days before the event and they were like, we, we love what you do and we'd love to have you. 
but it's 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 too late now. But we'll have you again next year, which was very nice of them. But we'd already kind of planned on going to Rockworthshire, so we did the uh, we drove eight hours to a festival with no tickets video. Um, not strictly true. We we knew for sure that we were going to get some tickets because there was loads available. There was never any real ambiguity as to what are we going to do? Uh, is there any chance? There was never a chance of, of it of it not going well. Um, but a bit of movie magic in there, you know, we, we kind of built some some story into it. Um, you know, Dan's like struggling to find the hotel. Jake's struggling to get the tickets. Um, in reality, it was all quite easy, but we wanted to sprinkle a little bit of uh, storytelling in there. Uh, we stayed at the Grand Burstin Hotel, which I've learned is quite a meme, quite a funny hotel. And um, the day that we went over in the Channel Tunnel was like um, Le Mans. Le Mans was on, so there was loads of sick cars, Ferraris and Porsches and, you know, Zagato, Alfa Romeos and um, McLarens and, you know, the whole works, um, all travelling over to, to France, which was very cool. Uh, Rock was brilliant. We've just planned the Festival Awards and Rock could have won four awards if we didn't have certain rules in place to eliminate multiple winners. Um, Rockwurchter is fantastic, and I strongly recommend it. The lineup for, excuse me, the lineup for twenty twenty four looks absolutely brilliant, and I would definitely recommend Rockwurchter. Fantastic place. After that, we had a bit of a whack double bill. This was the first of two weekends where we tried to do two festivals. Instead of going over to like a European major festival, we crammed in Transmit and 2000 Trees into the same weekend. And both videos suffered and both experiences suffered. Transmit was great on the ground as a punter. Trees was, was fine. But as a content creator... It was just hard work. Trying to find stuff to show you at 2000 Trees that we haven't already shown you for the last three years was incredibly difficult. And even though we're very tight with the Trees family, I think it'll be a few years now before we return to Upcoat Farm just because we need to innovate. The gimmick with the Trees video was like we've brought a bed from Ikea and a full like bed set up. But what would we do next year? to make it fresh and make it new. Trees is a fantastic, fantastic place to go if you're into the music on the lineup. But if you're a content creator going for the fourth year, you probably don't go for your fifth year. Transmit was the same. Met some cool people. Saw the 1975. Uh, it was good, but it was a bit of a bomb of a video. It got the least love out of every video that we'd released up until then. But we needed those those little videos because the next thing we did was Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland was the best festival I've ever been to in my life. I've got to say it. It was fantastic. And like Glastonbury, we knew we had a mission and a story to tell. We knew we'd be out of our comfort zone, which is when we're at our best. And I think we did a really strong job of delivering that Tomorrowland video which also now has just over half a million views. We booked Tomorrowland at an extortionate price. We don't have any friends at Tomorrowland, any contacts, and um, 
they we they'd sold out, but we knew that this was going to be such an important video for the channel that just um, grin and bear it. So we booked it with a travel agent, and I think each ticket cost about two grand per head. It was extortionate, but do you know what? It was worth every penny. It's done wonders for the channel. It's probably paid for itself by now, and um, and we had a great time. We have very loosely started communicating with Tomorrowland, and we hope to return. We would break our rule of no duplicates to return to Tomorrowland, and we already have something in the pipeline for next year, which is very similar. Tomorrowland is incredible. And I had such a great time at Tomorrowland. And the team that went to Tomorrowland, me, Chuck and Jake, and Raz. Now that is a, that's some good company right there. I'm privileged to spend the weekend with them. After that, we went back to Benicassium. Now I love Benicassium. Officially called Fiber Festival in Benicassium. I love this place. But obviously last year when we went, we had the issue with the tent. And that was someone's fault, right? So we were pissed off. They invited us back. And as you've seen, they were super, super nice to us. We had a good time, a really good time. It's a great place to be. We've also been invited back as many times as we want. They're very nice to us. Um, you know, we're effectively part of the family at this point And we'll definitely return at some point. I'd really recommend Benny Um as a little holiday and festival in one. I think it's brilliant. Uh, ben came, which was great, because we didn't get to see a lot of Ben this year, and it was really nice to have him there. It was important that he was there because he experienced 2022's issues, and we wanted him to experience the redemption, and we had a great time. The video did really well, just under 200,000 views, um, predictably a popular video. After that, we went to Boomtown, Boomtown was tough. Sheesh. It's also one of the demonetized videos, which sucks because it's on a quarter million views. The thing we didn't consider about Boomtown is how popular we'd be on site. Sounds arrogant. I'm, I'm sorry if it does, but, but we couldn't move for the first day. We were getting swarmed. It was like some fucking paparazzi going on. And um, it was incredibly warm, if memory serves. And we were all quite fatigued and we just really didn't have the, we just weren't cut out to handle the situation. We leveled out as the, um, as the, the weekend went on and we ended up having a brilliant time. I think Mary said it's the best festival she's ever been to. And it was great to show Raz around as well. Um, because Raz didn't go there last time and Chuck as well. Chuck's first time at Boomtown. Uh, we actually worked with Boomtown. They, um, they looked after us this year. They saw the original video. That's how a lot of this goes, right? We asked for a press accreditation, which um, people people often say to me, oh, you guys get free tickets. And it's, it's not so much that we get free tickets. We don't pay for the tickets when we get accredited. But we are, for free, delivering potentially some of the best marketing a festival could ever ask for. And I know that might sound a bit arrogant, but it is the truth. Um, the amount of, you know, if we go, 
if four of us would go to Tomorrowland on our own pocket and deliver a video like we did, I guarantee you at least four people are going to buy Tomorrowland tickets based off seeing that video. So that's all that that's all the festival needs to break even on accrediting. Um, and this time, Boomtown had seen the video. They'd seen, like, these guys are good, hopefully, they thought. Uh, and they looked after us, and, and they gave us some great passes, and we had a lot of fun. Um, the experiences that we had, we got to kind of queue jump some stuff, so we got to experience some stuff that we wouldn't have been able to experience had we not been um, on as press. Um, and it was it was brilliant. Boomtown's class, and I would entertain doing it 2024, even despite the commitment to no repeats. It was brilliant. Uh, we've then got three videos, which they're kind of mid. One is Truck Festival. This was our worst performer of the year. Um, maybe because of the thumbnail. We had a great time at Truck. I had a really good time, but it, it was the second instance of two festivals in one weekend. Um, obviously, we'd done Transmit and trees and then the the truck weekend we did truck and tram lines a lot of t's there easy to get them confused um and we had a great time on site chucky made it really good we had fun at the dj set mary got on stage but for some reason the video just didn't do well i thought it was a good video i thought it was it was i thought it was pretty good maybe it's the fact it's a smaller festival it didn't attract much attention maybe it's the thumbnail or maybe it wasn't a good video but I was really happy with it. We changed the thumbnail a few times just to see if uh, if it would affect the views, but it still sat down there at a low number. Then we got Leeds Fest. Best camp and guest camp. Leeds Fest was a big task, and I've really fallen out of love with the Leeds Fest experience because it, it just reminds me of such better times. And what I mean there is we used to camp in general, we used to take the piss, and we even used to have sometimes a smaller squad. And the smaller squad, generally, the better on-site experience. Forget the video. In terms of on-site experience and fun, generally, with a smaller squad, within reason, it's better. No one's acted like a, acting like a muted version of themselves. No one's worrying, am I going to get in trouble for saying this? No one's being dragged away from the camp to do this, that, or the other. Um, and I just kind of fell out of love with Leeds Fest for the last few years in guest camp. So I managed to come up with the idea of let's just do two camps. I want to have an authentic experience, what I deem an authentic experience. And I managed to recruit if you will on into into our camp some great people me jake mary and ben and chris and it was the best leeds fest i've had in ages we did piccadilly um i don't think we'll do piccadilly again unless they let us have a microphone it's a real vibe kill when you're not allowed a microphone um but we had a great time. I had a really good time at Leeds Fest. People that we were camping with in, in our camp, um, some members of the crew were anxious, you know, because we've often had big issues when we camp in general in terms of a cr massive crowd forming. But I was confident that no one's going to come and in, in, 
intrude in our camp if we don't ask them to the only reason that that used to happen is because we would advertise it in 2019 we literally built a camp with a wall and invited everyone to come in and, and let's have a good time um and i was confident if we don't do that people aren't just going to do that and take it upon themselves to do that um but we we came to a compromise because people were anxious about camping in orange so we said well let's camp in purple and we did and we had a fucking brilliant time I had a brilliant time. It was proper like old school. And we went to great lengths to capture an old school TPD vibe. It was for the old school fans. We made a list of, we, we watched the 2014, 15, 16, 17 video. We made a list of all the little things we need. The multi-tool needs to make an appearance. The wind-up radio. I wore period correct outfits from 2014 15 16 the same things i would wear to leeds fest which was hard to do because some of that shit i didn't have anymore and i had to source it the m&m at wembley t-shirt mixed with the gray cheap monday jeans do you know how hard it is to find that that combo nowadays i had a brilliant time and i'm really pleased with the video it was nice to bring back the best camp name Though I did then retrospectively edit the thumbnail to say the real deal because that's just the brand at the minute. And that vid did really well. The guys in Guest Camp delivered a video that was way better than I thought they ever would. I was a little anxious about that. They had Raz and they had Dan for content directors, if you will. But just not being there and having not having Jake there we were kind of worrying, are they going to get enough footage? But together they managed to do a really good job and I'm really pleased with the video they made. It's a great, different view of Leeds Fest and Chuck did a really good job of being the, uh, you know, the majority of the entertainment in that video. Um, That video didn't perform too well. It sits just above truck at the bottom of the charts. But we did it, we tried it, we tried something new. And when you've been to a festival every year since 2009 and you've created 12, 13 videos about this festival, you've got to try new stuff. We're already trying to figure out what we can do, where we can innovate next year because we love Leeds Fest. But we need to we need to try something new. After that, we had a break for a month and then we went to Power Trip. Power Trip was we we reviewed it poorly as in we gave it a negative review and i stand by that we spent a lot of money i i don't really look at stuff that's about us on the internet but dan found uh like a, a post somewhere and it was like how can they justify going to power trip and spending all this money um and you know when when they, they don't like Iron Maiden and stuff. And the, and the answer is, I mean, we've got an enormous amount of support from Patreon, and, and I believe this video had a really good sponsor as well. I think it was Eastpac, who's, to be honest, my favourite sponsor to work with. Um, But, um, yeah, like, we, we needed to go because it, selfishly, it might have been the last time ACDC ever performed, and we couldn't miss that. But also, like, we wanted to show you, like, a Coachella video with a totally different vibe and, and I think that's what this was 
it was at Coachella and it was totally opposite to Coachella. So it was kind of a, an interesting story to tell. And we had a good time. Uh, I mean, we reviewed it negatively, but uh, the analogy I use when people say, oh, did you have a good time at thing? It's like, it's like a, a pizza. Pizza's always going to be half decent. You know, you're flying to LA with your best pals to see ACDC. Of course it's good. However, objectively, is it good? No. But of course it's good as a novelty, for as an experience for me, you know, and us. It's, of course it's it's good, but it was the worst good that it could have been. ACDC, though, still at the top of our lists. We were talking about this the other day. Best best live performance I've ever seen in my life, hands down. Razzie agrees. Fantastic. Then we went to when we were young. Now, we just got back from Power Trip, and Raz randomly just, I mean, it's not random. He had it planned, but, like, he just went straight back to America. I was like, oh, shit. And I kind of had fear of missing out because he'd gone back to America and our dust was starting to settle. And, you know, we all did when we were young together as a five last year. And it it felt like a real shame that we weren't getting to experience when we were young together again. And instead, we were going to sit at home. And me and Jake had said for a few months, like, if we can do when we were young on a certain budget, let's do it. And we just couldn't. We just couldn't do it on a certain budget that we'd agreed. It kept going over budget substantially when we were planning it. So I'm miserable one day, and, and Blink-182 is playing in Manchester, and they've released these £25 tickets, right? And I'm saying to everyone, does anyone want to please get me out of the flat? Because I'm really bad at this, right? I'll let you in on a, on a little secret, guys. I've struggled to find purpose or meaning to my life when I'm not creating and I really struggle with it. People say, how'd you do it? Oh, you're always switched on. You're always doing stuff. Because if I'm not, I'm miserable. I'm so miserable. Yeah, there's a couple of weeks of the year where I like to just, you know, hang out, lay in bed, watch Breaking Bad, watch Harry Potter. But I really don't like to switch off. I exist. My purpose and my fulfillment comes out of creating and being productive. Um and seeing live music. So I wanted to see Blink-182, and no one had fucking come, which, fair enough, everyone's got their own shit going on, but, like, I was like, I'll get the train, I'll get the tickets, please come and see Blink-182 this year, and and everyone had stuff going on, no one wanted to go. So I messaged Mary, Mary didn't want to go, but Mary wanted to, needed to go to town for something, so I went into town with Mary, and we ended up in Home Bargains, right, and I'm in Home Bargains, and I'm looking at the aisles of home bargains and I'm thinking, I could be at Blink-182. I could be at when we were young. And I got home and I rang Jake or text Jake and I was like, let's fucking do this. And the next day, we were, or two days later, we were flying to Vegas over budget. But we had a fucking class time. It was outstanding. The spontaneous nature of a trip like that is... It's just unheard of for us. I like to be spontaneous in a sense of like, I would have gone to see Blink-182 an hour later, with like in Manchester. But I, I've never been spontaneous like this. And it was brilliant. And I'm so thankful for Jake for being down for it. Now I know 
other people would have been down for it as well. There's certain factors that, that meant people were unable to come. But, but you know, I kind of thought, oh, is Jake going to say, oh, I can't be asked, mate? And he'd have every right to say that because he's had a busy year. And he just didn't. And he's And I'm so glad because he really kind of, he's in it with me and we're in it together and we had a fantastic time. And um, will we return? I certainly hope so. Then we went to Oktoberfest. Um, Oktoberfest is shit. I'm going to say it. But Stoke Travel and the Stoke Travel campsite is fantastic. We, um, I think we did a good video for Oktoberfest. There's not too much really. <coughs> Excuse me, fucking hell. <coughs> There's not too much to tell you that you don't already know. But um, Stoke Travel were great. They're based in Australia. And if there's any way we can work with them to get over to Australia for a couple of festivals, we'd love to do that. And I think we might have spoke about that when we were drunk, but I can't remember. Um, then, then we entered December. So we've banked a load of videos that haven't released yet. One releases in 40 minutes, and it's our first December video, Electric Picnic. What a great time we had at Electric Picnic. Hopefully everyone enjoys that. We've had a lot of people asking for it. Fun story about Electric Picnic um, that you don't see on camera. I spent a long time uh, hanging out with Melvin Ben um, in uh, in like the, the press area because I, se- I hadn't seen him for quite a long time, and I just admire him so much. And I have so much respect for him. And I hang on every word he says. And he seems to really like us as well. So I spent ages chatting with him, catching up with him, telling him about this, that, and the other, and, and he him telling me about this, that, and the other. And then later on in the night, we randomly bump into him in, like, the middle of the woods at Electric Picnic. And he's chilling. You know, he doesn't drink. He, he's just kind of surveying the grounds. Everyone everyone who needs to know who he is knows who he is. But, but he's not the kind of person who's going to get mobbed. He's just walking around chilling. And he we say to him, like, oh, we're looking for the secret, the secret, like, bunker rave. And he texts us there himself. He goes out of his way and he texts us there. And the security go, I am Melvin, uh, which I thought was just cool, you know, just to be walking around and, and you're just the guy. Um, And, yeah, he took us to, to the underground rave. And he didn't come in with us, but we made it there. And that's the end of the electric picnic video, and and I just thought that was a really a really nice experience for 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 me to have uh, someone I admire and look up to so much, just kind of showing us firsthand um, something that we really wanted to see. Very cool. The festival video that is due to drop after that is Puckle Pop. Now Puckle Pop was just before Reading and Leeds, and we had a, a break. Like, before Puckle Pop, we had five days off. And that was the longest break we'd had between festivals since the start of the year. Um, But somehow, it just didn't... It it worked opposite. We must have had just enough time for our bodies to actually slow down. And then we were thrown right back into it. And we had a shit time at Puckle Pop, i got to be honest. Um, We... Paid an extortionate amount for some terrible accommodation. 
The taxi was extortionate, which isn't Puckle Pop's fault, but it's the experience that you have when you fly to Belgium. And, you know, there's some personal stuff that it's not for me to disclose, but I'm really proud of Mary that weekend because she persevered despite some shit that was ongoing. And um, nothing, you know, it's all good now. Everything's fine. I don't want anyone to worry. I'll read too deep into it. But she had every reason to, to have dropped out of that event. And she didn't. She still came with us. And we all just ended up on each other's nerves that weekend. Um, it wasn't that good. I say at the end of the video that if Pukkabot was the only festival you went to, you'd definitely have a good time. But like for us, it's not even the only festival in, in that part of Belgium this year that we went to, which is, you know, i got to recognize the privilege there. But when you compete with Rockworks here in Tomorrowland, Pukkabot just didn't cut it. And I can't see us returning anytime soon. We then have Lollapalooza Berlin. And I tried something new with this video because we went to Lollapalooza Berlin in 2022 and the video we made was so short because we were so hungover that we couldn't release it. We couldn't put that out and give you that as a video. It was like 16 minutes long. So this year, we went back, we experienced the whole thing. Me, Raz and Jake, we had a brilliant time, really good festival. But we introduced something that we call the time skip, which is where we pretend that like time is skipping forward based off a future armor episode where time keeps on skipping forward. And we were having these anomalies in the video where we'd go like, whoa, and then it would like flick. And then you see the video that never released. So you're actually getting like the 2022 video and the 2023 video. But told in a style that we've never worked in before and hopefully you like it um raz has his famous injury in this video and we famously don't get in to bergheim lola's great and it takes place on a weekend where when you're at this deep in the year you know this is i think this is like september time when you're this deep in the year like there's not many festivals left um so Lola is is probably on the cards again, unless there's something else. But I'd recommend it. It's it's absolutely brilliant. And then the final video of the year, which you've not seen yet, and I'm reluctant to kind of tell you about it because this video is going to come out quite a bit before. But do you know what? Anyone that's listened to an hour and five minutes of me rambling, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it. We've got the TPD TV movie coming out on Christmas Eve. And it is essentially a parody of the Inbetweeners movie. And it's me, Chuck, Jake and Mary going to Ibiza. And it's 15 to 20% like acting, if you can call it acting, and then 80% vlog. It's um something I'm really, really proud of. And I'm just rendering it now as we speak. It's an hour and 23 minutes long, and it's got a lot of care and attention put into it. We had the idea to go to Ibiza. It was, the idea was given to us by Zoe, Zoe London, at Tomorrowland, because she was DJing residency at Ibiza Rocks. 
I've just heard some noise in the corridor. Just check if that's Dan. Because if it's not, then I'm in trouble. Um, he was at the train station now. Ah, yeah, he's home. Okay. Um, Dan's been in London this weekend. Uh, yeah, so Zoe was doing a residency. So Zoe invited us out to Ibiza, and we jumped at the chance. We tried to get Raz on board as well, but Raz wasn't up for it. Um, we went to Ibiza, and we've created this video that we're all really proud of. As I say, it's there's some acting in there. It's mostly a, a TPD travel vlog, which you've been asking for for ages. And I think it's class. The um, the main kind of idea behind it is that we're awkward and out of place and we don't fit in. And we're trying to get into like the big clubs, but we just can't do it without some help. And um, yeah, I just think it turned out brilliant. I'm just skimming through it now. It's full length. There's like a two hour cut on Patreon. Um and yeah, it's full full production, full full thing gone into it, a lot of planning, and it's brilliant. I think it's worked really, really well. Uh relatively low budget compared to something like uh going to the States, but it is quite expensive for just a Europe trip. Um but hopefully you you enjoy it. I think um, you know, it's kind of our final gift to you of the year, if you will. Uh, it's not not sponsored. It, it's just organic nonsense. Um, us just trying to do what we what we what we love and having a real good time with it. It was a great squad that we went with: Chucky, Mary, and Jake, and myself. I was really really enjoying their company. We had some ups and some downs, but it it was great, and I'm really proud of it. And it joined the uh, TPD cinematic universe. You know, when we don't we don't refer to our content as movies or films but but some we do and you know we we go out with the intention to create something that's more than just a, a throwaway youtube video none of our youtube videos i would say are throwaway youtube videos but we we go with a bit of direction and a bit more of a mindset of like we're making a film and i think you can feel that vibe when you watch something like a route 66 or a route 69 or a road to nowhere you do feel like it's a bit more cinematic and, and that's really what I've gone for with this. Um, really pleased with it. Hope you enjoy it. Um, that's the year wrapped up. I'm so incredibly proud of the work that's been done by the rest of the guys. Um, and I'm so grateful and humbled every day that I get to do this. I'm so fulfilled by what we do on this channel and immeasurably grateful to everyone that makes that possible whether you're a sponsor whether you're a patreon or whether you're just a viewer or whether you bought some merch or not i just i owe i owe everything we are we are all these great experiences and all these great stories to you and you know i'm so thankful for that <laughs> Because we could, certainly couldn't do it without you. Hopefully we can ramp up even more and continue this trajectory. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it, isn't it? I guess that's kind of the wrap up. There's a few people that I want to say thanks to that you don't really even know about that, that make a, a big difference to what we do. And you always kind of... 
I never like to name people because you can always forget someone and then you've fucked it. But there's a few people that I really want to want to thank um, just for making a difference to our year um, and for being some really great friends. Um, Ryan from uh, from Scotland, he does so much for us without even batting an eye. Um, so thanks, Ryan. Uh, Sam, it's always great to meet Sam. You never know where you're next going to see Sam. It might be in the middle of Barcelona or it might be in fucking Brudenell in um, in Leeds. Sam, photographer extraordinaire, does a lot for us, asks nothing in return. Um, love the guy. Great guy. Um, Jazz sorts out a lot of um, a lot of stuff for us again at the drop of a hat never asks for anything in return uh, a really good personal friend of mine as well not that the other two aren't um, Macy from Drop Dead really cool thing that we got going on we're really grateful um, we, we we love being able to rock some cool clothes and I'm really glad that we um, we got that Got that running this year. Um, I appreciate you very much. Um, obviously, I know I'm kind of rambling at this point, but we, we can't do this without people listening, people watching, people sharing, people commenting, people liking, um, people subscribing. You guys have been uh, an astronomically good audience and we're very grateful to have you. On that bombshell... My voice is starting to uh, starting to fade out, so I'm going to leave it at that. I just recorded a song. I'm not very good at recording music, but we wrote a Raytons parody. I say we. I freestyled a Raytons parody at Rockworchster, and I thought, Do you know, what? it'd be good to have that as the credits on the um, on the the TPD TV movie. So I've just recorded that. So my voice is, was a little bit fucked to begin with, and. Um, I guess it's still fucked now. It's getting worse. Thanks so much. Love you all. Uh, back to the regular programming very soon. We're still sat on some great content that we never released from this year. Uh, we've got an Amsterdam travel video coming out. We've got even a few festivals banked, to be fair. So you're not going to be seeing the usual big break that you see from us. And on Friday... We're going to the last festival of the year. Me, Dan, and Jake. So we look forward to bringing you that, and we'll see you next time. All right, goodbye.